You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. Now, another company that uh, released, or well, a set of companies that released another report today uh, was Visa in collaboration with Discovery Bank. They released a report uh, called the Spend Trend Report of 2023, uh, just outlining uh, certain trends that they saw and what they saw around consumer spending. I'm joined uh, on the line uh, by the country head of South Africa for Visa. Uh, that's Lineshri Moodley. Good evening, Lineshri. Thanks so much for taking the time. Um, do you want to just give me a quick snapshot summary of what the report is and what the report looks at um, in, in, in focus uh, when, when determining just sort of the data that you guys put together? Sure. Good evening. And thank you for, for having me in your show. When we uh, decided to collaborate on the Spend Trends 23 report, what we really wanted to do was have a look at how consumers are spending where they're spending, and how how does consumer behavior rebound when you look at uh, what we went through in terms of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, so a lot of the data is taken, oh, sorry, all of the data has taken over a, a three-year period to look at how consumers are behaving now in 2022 as opposed to how they were behaving in 2019, which is pre-COVID. I think some of the key insights coming out of this report are, one, we saw consumer spending bounce back. If you look at spending on cars, we saw an increase of 22% of consumers that were actually spending on their credit cards, an increase of it. We saw three key categories of growth, the first one being groceries, uh, and that was the largest share of where consumers were spending, the second being travel, and the third being services. When we look at groceries, we believe that, you know, it was the largest share of the spend, but we also need to take into impact some of the, uh, we, we need to take uh, cognizance of the fact that there was food inflation. The second one on travel, while, while we saw that there was um, an increase in the average travel spend, so the basket size, we didn't, we actually saw a decrease in the frequency of travel. And the last one was on services. So this was quite a broad category in terms of people spending on things like beauty, automotive services, et cetera. What was also a very interesting um, uh, trend that we picked up was that if you look at online spending in South Africa, it was 13% higher than pre-pandemic levels. We saw the spike at the height of COVID, but then it came down as people started to become more comfortable in terms of going out. And it's now normalized uh, at a rate that was higher than pre-pandemic uh, levels. So very promising to see how spend has bounced back with the South African consumer. Mm. Now, how has uh, or how have the conditions in South Africa affected uh, the spending patterns we've seen? I mean, for example, the, the, the load shedding has... Un- Undoubtedly contributed towards people eating out more. I mean, I know for one, my bathroom scale says I've definitely spent a lot more on uh, takeouts than I should have. Um, what are the sort of areas that we're seeing uh, being influenced by things like load shedding? Yeah, so uh, one, uh, and, and we've actually put this into the Sentience report, we've seen you know, uh, more eating out during the load shedding stages. So as the stages escalate, you actually start to see the spend being higher. And this is driven by things like, you know, convenience, uh, not having, you know, electricity at home, so instead of cooking, you, you, you order out. 
So that definitely um, affected it in terms of eating out. We also, as part of this uh, exercise, looked at how shopping habits were impacted during the different stages of load shedding. However, we weren't able to prove that definitively. So the biggest one we saw was definitely on the uh, eating out. Mm. And are consumers still spending on leisure activities? You mentioned spending on travel and and those sorts of things, but are consumers still out there having fun um, or is it all down to grocery spend and buying necessities at this stage? So, um, you know, very much like we've observed with the global trend where travel bounced back and there was this pent-up demand, we saw exactly the same thing when it came to the South African uh, consumers who were very eager to uh, to travel. So when it came to, to leisure spend uh, on travel, there was an increase of 14% in leisure spend. Now, again, yeah, I do want to say, even though the spend increased, when we looked closer at the data, we saw that the frequency, in the, as in the number of trucks, actually decreased. So, you know, uh, and, and this is driven by things like uh, decreased capacity when it comes to flights, uh, higher ticket prices for flights, uh, you know, increased prices in jet fuel, etc. So definitely consumer spending on leisure. And what was also another really interesting insight from the report was that domestic travel increased as a share of total travel when we look at 2019, uh, 2022 data uh, in comparison to 2019. So people are traveling more, but they're traveling more locally, which is always a good sign for local tourism and um, the the state of the local economy, even though the latest GDP numbers might not necessarily agree with that. Laneshri, before I let you go, um, the report also outlined a couple of uh, innovative plans to, to remove barriers uh, within... Um, the space and within these markets, what what sort of barriers are we looking at here, and what plans um, do do we think would actually benefit um, the, these uh, barriers and removing those barriers? So I think one of the key things we saw through this report was really the growing adoption of contactless and and digital wallets, mm. uh, and we and we remain very positive that this will continue to increase. Uh, and when you look at uh, you know, when we when we think about including more people into the digital economy, and this is something Zita works on consistently, removing barriers and looking at new ways to include people, we believe that digital really sits at the heart of that. So we are working with our partners uh, to look at how do we bring low-cost, uh, effective solutions that consumers can use. So the second component of that is ensuring that there's trust both in terms of using digital payments because we know in certain segments of the market there is a hesitance to use digital payments because the belief is that it's not safe. Mm. So to 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 actually bring it down to a couple of things, one, we're looking at innovative solutions and products that we take to consumers to meet the need, differentiating uh, experiences, and the third part of it is once we, uh, you know, get people into the digital ecosystem, we also have to secure it. So we we put a lot of focus into securing that ecosystem. Mm. Now, from 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 a digital innovation point of view, I mean, we we know that the conditions in South Africa are are very different from other African countries in that our banking infrastructure and all of that is a lot more. 
restricted and regulated um, for for the likes of uh, neo banks and and uh, unregulated wallets and those sorts of things. Uh, where, where's Visa's role coming into this? Uh, given that Visa and Mastercard uh, or Visa is one of the largest um, organizations globally that can facilitate these sorts of payments, I mean, how important is it to look at uh, areas like neo banks and uh, challenger options to the standard infrastructure that we're used to in the country? So, um, I mean, I, I just want to start by saying, when you look at this continent, South Africa is really leading the continent when it comes to contactless and digital transformation. Uh, there's definitely a high level of readiness uh, that we see in the South Africa market, and we believe that South Africa will, will continue to, to lead the way. When we look at how we are contributing to this, they are, I mean, we absolutely uh, look at the different capabilities that, you know, fintechs that are new into the financial ecosystem, the capabilities that banks have uh, brought in. So when we look across the ecosystem, everybody has a role to play in ensuring that we actually drive digital transformation a lot more stronger. And this will come out in terms of the types of solutions that we put together and the experiences we enable the consumer. Mm. Well, we look forward to seeing those solutions, um, and we hope that they are uh, rolled out as soon as possible so the South Africans can make the most of that. Uh, but that's all we have time for. Thank you so much, Lineshri. That's Lineshri Moodley, who is the country head at Visa, just taking us through the latest spend trend report that they released today and giving us a sense of what it is that they're doing uh, in this space to make sure that the space stays innovative and attractive to South Africans. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.